All right, welcome to episode 19 of the one-on-one podcast. You already know what it is. I'm Derek. This is Rodney. Rodney, say what's up to the people. And nobody told me what to do. I'm just kidding. What's good? Uh, <laughs> happy to be here, you know, live from uh, Harlem, hoping to be moved into a new apartment for by the new year. But other than that, just, you know, chilling, waiting for Christmas, waiting to come back home for a few days, hang out. Um, you know, it's going to be a big adjustment when I get back my car. I'm not going to have a car in another month. That'll be something because, you know, my lease will be up. But, you know, very small things in the grand scheme. Uh, I can't complain. Just, you know, out here living watching NBA every day. Hey, it sounds like a life. Congratulations to the apartment. Sounds like a Christmas gift to yourself. So, uh, yeah, definitely a gift. The shit ain't cheap. I tell you that. Nothing's cheap. When when you mentioned the car, I was just like, yeah, you know, you can. I mean, I guess you can have a car back. I just had to get some work done on my car. You know. Yeah. No. Hell no. I'm, no, I'm, just, I'm giving. Look, I have a lease so that I don't have to get work done on my car. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like you paid your car off essentially. Like I'm sure you have a little to no note. You've had your car for a little while. So it's nice when you have a car and it's just like a free car, but yeah, no, the maintenance, the gas, the insurance, it's like I'm out, like, no, I'm, I'm good. Especially while I'm in New York. Hell no. So I'm just going no car. I just let my lease run out. I'm good. There's no car. If I, you know, I'll borrow my mom's car or shit, I'll rent a car damn near if I got, if I know I'm coming back, to, you know, with enough to notice to plug it, you know, and make it work. Yeah, I'm just, listen, man, this is everything. It's just a scam. <laughs> everything is just the same, I mean man. that's what I'm saying everything and once has, you have those problems health, like it's just so hard but I mean luckily nothing nothing very serious of mine like it could always be worse I'm just saying like cars stink definitely wish I could just walk everywhere and bike everywhere and shit ride share everywhere I'd take a public transit I mean I do live fairly close to that but still um yeah shout out to the New York subway I know people talk shit about it great great, oh, great yeah, listen man uh, somebody like me who does not like to drive like i will hop on a train in a minute and just sit there and just cool it right? i mean i understand like you know safety hazards some night to be cold i, I get all that you know what i'm saying nothing uh, it's, it, no, it's worth it it's worth yeah it. I think it's it's nothing perfect. You, you, don't, well, you don't have to drive i will say the new york the only thing about the new york one is like you know i interned at metro so you know in dc so you know i had our ins and outs is new york new york do be stinking bro like it do be extra yeah, stinky. I mean, yeah. It'd be extra it, it stinky. You it know what I mean? If you're downtown Manhattan, then yes. But it, and it was just it just depends on the line. No, it, each every, each yeah, train line has its own his own has its own characteristic. But yeah, no, I definitely I but I, but I will say maybe I've i lived here long enough to where it, I don't smell it anymore, so it's fine. Oh no, yeah, I don't I don't know. I, <laughs> I'm always I mean, you know, but yeah, I was but, just saying like yeah, anytime train... you come and visit, anytime you come and visit, like yeah, because it's a different environment. Just stay here for like a few weeks in a row, it, it'll you smell like you're sniffing daisies. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. That New York <laughs> New York's air must have done something to you because I, I smell I mean also too, like DC is just a very and I, I've said this before, like DC is a very clean city. Like I didn't That's know no one lives in DC. Everyone commutes there, and people don't be living in DC, especially the downtown area. You'll have somebody in New York, like literally, live next door to an office building. Like DC is not like that, so it's very much a commuter city in a lot of ways. And I, people live on the outskirts. I I disagree with. I, I get your point. I disagree with that. I think it's a, it's a, definitely a smaller city. Like you know, it's not two million people. I think DC residents is like just cross uh, three quarters of a million recently, and that's probably too many motherfuckers in the city anyway for the size that it is um but i do i i see your vision i was going to say more so just of the fact of like i've been downtown before and i literally was downtown for like, i think it was the uh the women's march and you know trash overflowing the next day nothing was there bro like you could have you could have told me that like you could have told me that nobody's been here for a week as far as like the the trash pickup and all that and i would have believed you but when you go to like other cities and i noticed this when i went to college you know, you go to Baltimore, you go to Philadelphia, L.A., New York, like, it's just junkier. Like, it's just more trash. And, like, yeah, my, mother, my mother told me, like, straight up, she was like, well, you know, like, this is kind of the nation's capital. They have to make it look, it's going to always look presentable. And I was like, you know what? I never, I never thought about that as a kid because you just live here. It's just, you just the norm, too. Right. You know what I'm saying? So. A lot of, a lot of government buildings and stuff involved. They can't have yeah. trash in the streets. Yeah. You know, so. I will say that, but yeah, the New York, the New York stinkery on, on the subway. I mean, you know, the, I deal with it because the trains come so quick. You know, once again, fucking around with PG and, and DC. You know, you be at the station on on a Saturday and you take the train, you at station for twenty minutes, especially if you yeah. you know at the outskirts station. So, 
you know, a little stinkery for five or just posted at <laughs> Chevrolet for 25 minutes. Uh, you know, like it is pretty much. Is. Yeah. But uh, that's enough uh, subway train talk. Um, let's get straight into the NBA stories. There's a lot of little surprises. Uh, we may have to apologize to some teams that are streaking surprisingly. <laughs> um, but I guess the big news of the day is Dame Lillard or the big news of the pre-unofficial start of the NBA season, which is Christmas, is Dame Lillard wanting out, not wanting out. I guess let's get right into it. Like, what's your take on Dame? And do you think Dame is going to leave? Uh, I mean, my take on Dame is... Not necessarily I mean, a take. I, I don't know if you have a take, yeah, but do I you mean, think Dame is Yeah, no, I mean, I just think my take, I think he enjoys being in Portland. He's told us plenty of times, and I think the media wants him to leave just so we have a new storyline and a new super team maybe and, and this and that. But ultimately, like, I think he likes Portland. He gets paid a lot of money, the most money he could get paid, um, you know, given how the NBA works and everything. Uh, once, you know, re-sign and all that good stuff, um, you know, no one ever – said a bad thing about him in Portland. He had not worry about getting booed. You know, his expectations, no one really expects him to win a championship in Portland. Um, so, you know, anything that he does, if he, you know, if he makes it to another Western Conference Finals, if he ever makes it to a Finals, like, that's going to look at, going to be looked at more highly than if he gets traded to the Lakers, you know, and now the expectations are way higher. So, I think in some aspects, it's very comfortable and very nice to be, like, you know, the big fish in a smaller pond. Um and I don't see a setting. I mean, I guess, you know, I could see maybe Philly um, with it beat being being intriguing. But outside of that, um, I don't really see a team where he's, like, guaranteed to win a ring if he leaves. You know what I mean? Like, I think he could leave and still be ringless at the end of his career. Um, so, yeah, you know, I, I think another thing is, um, you know, a lot of people, a lot of stuff, granted, he's not Giannis, but a lot of the stuff that people are saying about Giannis, that he should leave and this and that, like, are the same things that I'm sure Dame is hearing and he's probably looking at Giannis like if he can do it you know they traded for Drew Holiday like we can do the same thing we just have to make the right trade so I don't know I think he's gonna stay I think that they have a couple of expiring contracts Nurkic Covington they still have CJ McCollum although you know that 33 million I think he gets paid is not that ideal in terms of matching salaries and, and value and all those things but you know, they, I think they have some pieces to where they can at least talk themselves into retooling around him. They still have most of their picks. Um, so, yeah, I think I think that's where I stand with him. I think that's where I will be standing. Uh, I feel that's that same way about him. I feel that same way about Brad Beal uh, until I hear anything different. I'm just going to believe them. Like, I'm just I'm just I'm not going to assume they're lying. I don't think they have a reason to lie. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely with the Dame is not leaving anywhere. Like you said, Portland great city uh from all aspects people like to talk about it being a cool place i've never been there but you know being a hipster town whatever good fan base always had a good fan base always have good teams not really a destination city they're not going to really they can't trade dame because you're not going to get dame level star back you know the best you could do is get young guy that actually turns into dame level star but you know then that's a risk um I do, however, see a situation where the only situation I could see them trading them is if they their whole GM thing now they hire a new guy who's just straight up like, hey, we're going into rebuilding mode. And do you want to be here? I want to do right by you and give you an opportunity. But even that I don't see because you would just probably keep Dame and to sell tickets or whatever. Um, and once again, like you could trade them, but you know, Portland's been actually pretty good in the draft. I know everybody can say, well, they drafted Sam Bowie and they drafted uh uh, Greg Oden, but like other than that, you know what I'm saying, two whiffs and even those are just injury whiffs for the most part from all we know, especially Oden, like obviously probably wasn't going to be better than Durant, but you know, different time whatever, but like you're not probably not going to get anybody back for him, like you said and it's just like you kind of got to ride it out I, I think the, the problem with Portland is, hear me out, and this is this is my theory, right they everybody told them to trade CJ McCollum and they didn't. And then they went to the conference finals that year. And what happened was the world told you to do something and you did the opposite and you were successful. So you kind of uh -huh. doubled, doubled down on what you on your thought process. He was like, Oh, I did it. And like, I'm not saying it was a fluke, but they probably thought this was like they just reached the mountaintop and really like they're at the apex of like 
what that tandem was going to do. And then since then, it's just been all downhill for a lot of other reasons too. But like, that's probably as high as that tandem was going to go. And in reality, they still should have traded CJ either the season before that season or, you know, right after it's very hard to trade somebody after you go to the conference finals, I guess. But around that time, especially because he was very big in that Denver series. So, you know, like it kind of like for everybody in Portland, it was like, this could work. This can work. Like it can work. When it finally did work, it was like validation. So it kind of gave you that like, hmm, I told you guys, like, look what we did. And it was just like, you guys got, you guys, I don't want to say got lucky because that's demeaning of what they did because they were definitely deserving that season. But like everything went right. You were in the right situation. You drew a Denver team that was a little bit before its time, you know, still young at that time. And then you got swept by the by, you know, like Golden State. But it was a, you know, it was a combination of all these things. But you still should have traded CJ at that time. And that was kind of a weird, like this weird thing where like it almost was maybe I wonder if it was the worst thing to happen to them because like maybe if they lose in the second round, they would have just been like, you know what, we gotta blow this up. It doesn't work. They trade CJ. Don't know what you would have got for him, but like let's say maybe they get, I don't know, like let's say in this weird world, like. Uh, Boston gave them Jalen Brown. I don't know. Like now, you would have Jalen Brown and uh, um, Dame, and maybe uh, maybe another piece, a young piece, and maybe you go out and sign some better free agents or something. Like maybe you're in a better position. Like I don't. That's just a theory that I have, though. Yeah, I mean it's definitely possible. I, th- I mean I don't know if that applies just because now there's a new GM or they fired that old GM who probably was thinking that way. It'd be interesting, I guess. You know, if it was all O'Shea or, um, or or if it was from the owners, like who knows? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think that's, that's definitely interesting. I think that they just wanted, they just like staying relevant. Like I think that you know they look oh, around like, like hey, you know, cities. I would, I would actually, and I've also been thinking about this. Like, what team is a destination team? Um, I mean. Like, like you, like in like the characteristics or the actual team. No, what what actual team is a destination team? Like, oh, I mean the Heat, the Lakers, uh, maybe the Clippers. uh, Are these maybe? So are these? Sorry, but are these destination? Are these teams destination teams now, or are they like? Do you think they're all time destination teams? Because you brought this up a couple years ago when you know the Lamarcus thing when he you know we were having discussions about that and you're like, well, the Lakers aren't a destination team now. And like it's not like I feel like these well are they just, weren't and now they are like right the and I feel like and, and but now I think they will be soon. So I feel like this thing about like I feel like before maybe two thousand it was like destination teams right it was always the Lakers it was always you can't even really say the Knicks because I don't even know who the Knicks actually historically have signed in free agency exactly but before. I think that they still have there's only certain teams that even have the potential to be a destination right. team like even though the Knicks have never been one. There's always that the potential. potential in the, if they ever I got think their the shit together. Sneakily, in their 20, 30 years of 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 of, be, of being around, have been a great destination team. Like they usually for start, sure. Yeah, um, but I think the, uh, my point in saying this was just like it's and you probably by team you probably meant city. It's really just where you want to play at city wise, because if Portland was like if Dame was like like if yeah, Portland was like I, I, a. What's, I, if he really like likes a, Portland. But if Portland was like a 60-win team and they couldn't get over the hump, I guarantee you they could get a star to go there. I don't think that's a hard city to sell if the team's winning. It's not like when LeBron was like, I couldn't get people to come to Cleveland. Which, as great as LeBron was... Eh, I, I don't know. I think Portland... I mean, Portland's cool. Don't get me wrong. I've been to Portland. It's great, but, like, it's up there. Like, it's not near anything. Like, the weather is also not great. It rains a lot. Like, uh, you know, it's like a cool city. Like, it, it's, you know, it's is Boston like, a that, destination city? No. Okay. Not really, but they or have a really good run, run organization, like basketball wise. They, so if Portland was like solid, if but I mean, even like, then, like I mean, they the only free agent they really signed was Gordon Hayward. Like they okay. traded for Kyrie. That's fair. Uh, you know, it's not like I mean, they they they've acquired a lot of players, but like not through free agency outside okay. of Hayward, and that's the Brad Stevens thing. Okay, so I wouldn't I wouldn't even call Boston a destination city. Also, a city with horrible weather. Yeah, that's fair. Um, like I would, I would consider the Mavericks, even though they haven't got anybody, a team that has more of a possibility to be a destination city than they never get anybody. Portland. 
Portland is yeah, like, they never do, but they're always in the running for a reason. They're always in the running at least. You at least hear their name for a reason. You know, See, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, maybe. I don't even know if, if this like the Mark Cubanism. Like, I'm always going to put my team in there, but I don't know like how deep. Like, I don't know how close anybody's ever really been to signing with the Mavericks, except for DeAndre Jordan. Uh, I mean, I can't think of all the names in in my head, but... and that's the problem because they've been air quotes and they're running for everybody, and you can't. Well, think of I, what... I think that I think they were in the running for Aldridge just because he's also from Texas. Okay, uh, yeah. I can't, I can't, I just can't think of all the. Free... Yeah, that's the first also, person that's coming to to mind. Also, though. to be fair, also to be fair, there has been there's been a long time since there's even been an unrestricted free agent that just like been on the market to go to a team like every like there's like pretty much every superstar nowadays gets acquired through a trade fair like as much of a destination you know that you know Anthony Davis wanted to go to the Lakers this that and the third like they still had to trade for him right and even like in I I guess I was wondering this even with like the Lakers and LA and New York like 20 years ago, like, if somebody was going to Los Angeles, we know they were going to the Lakers. Like, now, it's just, like, you say Los Angeles, like, you kind of actually do have to be, like, well, is he going to the the Clippers? Like, he might go to the Clippers. Like, hence Kawhi. Like, you went to New York, but you went to Brooklyn. Like, which I guess is a little different because they're, like, the upstart new technically teams or, like, obviously the little brother. But, like, the Clippers literally have 40 years of being the little-ass brother. The Nets, I mean, I guess I guess you could kind of connect them to New Jersey and say, well, they were always little brother in New Jersey, but like I guess with the Jay-Z thing and then actually moving to Brooklyn, this is a lot cooler. So, you know, now I'm not in New York and everybody yeah. tells me like they hate the Nets anyway, but, you know. But also the Knicks have, it's not like the Knicks are winning rings. So right, like, it's down. not like the, the Knicks are, yeah, they're not like the Knicks are, have done anything in anybody's lifetime. So um, Now, if the, Knicks, uh, if the Knicks had even half the track record that the Lakers had, because I think that's what makes it worse for the Clippers, that the Lakers have had multiple dynasties while they've done nothing. Although the Nets have done nothing, the Knicks have also done nothing. So it, uh, so it always The craziest closed. thing yeah, about if this anything, is. If anything, the Nets have actually had more success. I was, gonna say, I was just going to say, in our lifetime, the Nets have had more success than the Knicks. I mean, even if you include, even if you bump us up by four years and you take us back to the 90s, okay, okay, I take that back because the Knicks would then have two finals appearances. But, like, other than that, like... Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, but all that to say is in terms of the Nets that I think makes them a destination is just the fact that the Knicks have been so bad. It's kind of propelled them up. Whereas the Clippers, you know, you're dealing with the most or maybe second most successful team, you know, in the NBA with the Lakers. Yeah. Um, damn, that was a lot of Dame talk. I mean, you know, <laughs> it's a look, but again, when you look at the market, other you want to talk about Dame or Ben Simmons or, you know, I guess now the Pacers. Like, those are the only names that are even on the market that we so can let, even theorize. Like, so let's so, talk so about no the teams Pacers. are selling. So, I mean, yeah, they're, after they're three, trying to, go ahead. No, I'm saying they're trying to get rid of, you know, Sabonis or Turner and Karasovert. Yeah, after three years of everybody telling them, hey, you kind of need to pick one of these two. They're finally going to pick one of those two <laughs> or let, let the market pick one of those two. Um, off the top of your head, who would you – so there – so that if, if you, anybody doesn't know, the, the Pacers are trying to move Sabonis and – well, Sabonis or uh, Turner – and Karis LeVert. So Karis and one of the two big men. I have that correct, correct? Correct. Okay. So off the top of your head, or just off the rip, and I know this is kind of team dependent, so, you know, if you have a long-winded answer, that's fine. But, like, ideally, who would you rather have, Sabonis or or uh, um, Turner? Turner, sorry. Blacked out for yeah. a second. No, that's cool. I mean, if I'm the Pacers, I would rather trade Turner and keep Sabonis. Um, I think that Sabonis is the better player, but I think Turner is a, is a little younger, is a little on a little better contract, and probably is easier to trade to more teams. Um, like I think the Hornets could really could use him. I think the, the PJ Washington trade makes a lot of sense actually. Um, I think the Kings are in play; they're always in play with someone in terms of that. Uh, I think the Knicks could be in play. I think a lot of teams could actually use Miles Turner. Um, 
what's his actual value? I'm not sure, but I mean, if I'm the Pacers, I would much rather keep Sabonis. I think he's more of a guy that can be your your Vucevic, or maybe even a little better than Vucevic. You know, like the Bulls acquired Vucevic and then you know got another player, and now all of a sudden they're really good with Vucevic being their third best player. I think Sabonis could be your second or third best player, and you could be a good team. Um, right now, I think he's clearly their first best player, and I think that's the biggest problem. You know, shout out to Brogdon, but he's he's not that guy. You know, he's not. He, he, we're not. Mac and Brogdon will never see him in the All Star game. So, yeah, I mean, to make a long answer short, I, I we think ever think we're going to see Malcolm Brogdon in All Star game? No, I mean, and that's my point. We've seen yeah. Sabonis in All Star game, so you know, Sabonis is the clear cut number one. You know, but he oh, needs to be in a it's just the way you said that. I thought maybe people out in the streets were saying Malcolm. Brogdon. No, I just wanted to give Brogdon some love because he is good. Like you know, I didn't want to. Oh just... yeah, but yeah, he he is what he is. Yeah, exactly. So, not, not to be disrespectful in, in saying no, that. Of, of course. No, he's, he's solid for sure. Um, yeah, so, I mean, if I'm the Pacers, I would rather keep Sabonis. And I think if you're looking at a lot of NBA teams, I think they would they, – they, I think that Miles Turner just checks a lot of generic boxes in terms of just being, you know, like a like, – like I look at Miles Turner as like a super Brook Lopez, you know, block shots, shoots threes. Boom. You know, you can play him at center, but still have force placing with the rim protection on the other end. It's like a super block. He's like a super Brook Lopez. So he's just a better, just like you said, a better fit um, for better fit for a lot of teams. He just fits easier. But you would take some bonus just just if you're starting a team today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I'm starting from scratch, like I'm picking Sabonis to build my team around for sure. But I think Turner can can be a, a, a better role player as a guy. You know, he doesn't need the ball as much. So he's a better off ball threat and he's a better rim protector. So I, I think that like on the fringes, he could fit in, you know, with a, a Charlotte, for example. I keep bringing them up because I think that makes the most sense in terms of trade, trading P.J. Washington, um, and maybe a couple of young guys you know, to, to the Pacers, maybe a draft pick or two. Yeah, you mentioned the Kings. You mentioned yeah, the, Kings. the Kings. I mean, I just don't know what, what the hell the Kings are doing. So I mean, I guess, me neither. So, so I guess because they, the yeah, I guess because you don't know what the hell they're doing, you kind of have to like, like you said, yeah, they're in the running because nobody knows what the hell they're doing, including them. So, exactly. But, and they are trying, they're theoretically trying to win. We do know that. They haven't, they aren't sellers. Like they're always trying to acquire people. They like do they do a good job of it? No, but they you know they have veterans like they're you know they re-signed Harrison Barnes when they needed to. They re-signed Darren Fox, you know they re-signed Rashawn Holmes this offseason. So they're trying to accumulate talent. They're just not good at it. So in some ways <laughs> we kind of know what they're doing. They're just not good at it. Nah, they don't man. you know the only time they let somebody walk was the Bogdanovich, but that's because they had Buddy Hield and Halliburton. Um, and I don't think that, you know, Bogdanovich is cool, but like if he was on the Kings, would that really like they would be in the same position they are now? So, yeah. Um, it'll be interesting. I, I, I can't, the, the, the Hornets thing is the first time I've ever heard of it. So, very interesting to me. I have no idea. Um, I kind of agree with you. Actually, I and do. The Hornets have the Hornets, the Hornets been looking for a center forever. Like that's, that's that's a known fact. I feel like I feel like in terms of just being it reported, like they were in so the I didn't for Sean Holmes, um, you know, hoping that the Kings would would sign and trade him or let him go or whatever. Like they've been like that's the one hole on their team. Like they signed Mason Plumlee this offseason, but he's been hurt. Um, yeah. So I didn't um, read the actual like I kind of glanced through it. I saw the the note that they oh the uh, the uh, Pacers were trying to get rid of uh, one of them, and I was like, huh. They're three years behind, but okay, <laughs> like two years, <laughs> two years behind everybody on air quotes NBA Twitter or whatever. But okay, um, I, but I didn't do too much thought process into who would actually want Turner. But I definitely so the pay, so the uh, Hornets uh, signing is uh, or trade for PJ uh, Washington uh, definitely sounds correct. Um, or I think it the sounds Celtics feasible. Running as well, yeah, it sounds well. See, I. I until the Celtics actually do something with any of those picks, I'm just I just I mean I know it's a new regime now though. Danny's gone, so whatever. But uh, but it's feasible like that that pick makes sense or that trade makes sense with PJ. But I definitely agree with your points of like Turner kind of ideally on paper fits better with any team that like he 
more teams in the NBA that he that he uh that he would be traded to, but Sabonis is like the better player right yeah, now. For sure. So um it'll be interesting. What do you think? What do you think what happens to Karis? Because we saw him in Brooklyn. Um definitely can get a bucket. A little bit, you know, a little bit of a, you know, I mean he's just they actively come to Ben to be the sixth man, but has a little bit of Jordan a lot of Jordan Clarkson in him in the sense that he's not turning down a shot. And he if he gets the ball, he ain't passing. <laughs> um but he's yeah, kind, I mean, of, kind of been slumming and you know. Yeah, I mean, well, I think I think that the heat will turn up on him more in terms of being in trade talks once TJ Warren comes back, because they play a very similar role on that team. Right. Uh, and it'll be a little log jam, you know, with TJ Warren back, you know, especially if Duarte is still in the, in the mix as well. He's been very good. Um, yeah, he's been solid, especially for a rookie. Um, so, yeah, so I think I think that'll come up more um, like with teams. I mean, off the top of my head, I think that a team like the Mavericks would try and go hard after Karis LeVert just because they, I think they need a second ball handler bad, a second playmaker bad. You know, I like Jalen Brunson. I like Tim Hardaway, but they're not second ball handler good i think they're good not that good and i'm not even sure if karis avert is that guy but i think that he's young he's he's played better in other situations i think you could get him for you know quote unquote a steal because he hasn't had a great season so far and maybe if you pair him next to luca and now he you know all of a sudden is more of a role player than like the number one or number two guy on the perimeter you know what i mean um you know, you, you ask them to do less and getting more, or maybe they have them as a six man. I don't know. I think the Mavs are, are, are always a team that's looking to enhance, you know, just because they have Luca, um, they're stuck with Porzingis. So this, they kind of have to rebuild. Now, do they have the assets to do this? I, I can't call it. Um, but I think, you know, the Mavs, maybe even the Knicks, I think those are options. Again, this is off the top of my head, just my opinion, not no, no, no sourcing or anything like that, but, um, I, I could see Karis LeVert definitely getting traded once TJ Warren comes back. So, which I think is what January. I think they're saying he, he might come back. Yeah, I mean, I think the part of the problem too in Indiana is just like because I've I've definitely thought they were going to be better. I had them like fighting for a playing seat team, and I think they're one of those teams where it's just like a playing seat, excuse me, or playing game. Um, but I, they were one of those teams where I was I look at their roster and like nobody like. They don't have guys that this like if you are another team and you just like hey I need a piece I feel like you ideally if they if their roster was just on the table and you could just pluck a guy I feel like a lot of people would just go in there and just like oh we, we take him or he's good um, right. a lot of good pieces but they just don't fit together it's just a lot of guys who aren't you know like good player but probably shouldn't be the best player or, or the yeah fourth nobody best player in your rotation not, but I yeah, thought no, they would not, be better by committee though. Yeah, I think it. the issue is – I think the big issue now that I've seen them play a bit is, like, they just don't have any, like, defined roles. You know what I mean? And I think that uh, goes into – also, too, like, everything in that organization has just been kind of, like, topsy-turvy since Nate got fired. They fired Nate. Right. And then, you know, they traded or they got rid of – I can't, I don't even remember how he left. Um, he got they, traded. Um, uh, Victor. Um, so right. that whole situation went down. Then you hired the other Nate. Everybody hated him, and now you got Rick Carlisle, and it's just like you got you know I'm I'm pretty sure. And then you got um, Karis comes in, but doesn't really play in the last year. So it's just like everybody's in here. Like I've never really played with that guy. Also, don't know what the coach wants me to do. Also, like what the hell's going on here? You know what I'm saying? It's just like probably no consistency right. going on there. So like it's probably even harder. And then you accompany that when you really don't have a true. Number one, like Small is a good player, all, like you said, all star. Probably shouldn't be the best player on your team if you're like trying to win basketball games. So that's no offense to him, but like you know, he's not a top ten guy in the NBA. You know what I'm saying? I don't know off the top of my head where you would even rank as top, but you know, but solid player. But you know, somebody has to be your best player. So I guess he is theoretically. And then there's just other bunch of guys like Rogden, good player, but he, like we said, he is who he is. Like you know. It works when you have a star, one-two punch. It probably doesn't work when by committee, even though I kind of did think it would be a little bit better by committee, um, at least in play range. I don't actually know where they are now. I know they picked it up. I should probably look that up. Let me look it up real quick. They picked it up lately and had some better wins. But, um, you know, that's my take on Indiana. 
Yeah, I mean they they're okay. Yeah, they're thirteen. Like they're Eleven and sixteen. I mean, I guess I would have them. The pay. I mean, the Celtics are thirteen and thirteen. So I mean, I, I probably in my mind had them more where the Knicks are: twelve and thirteen, thirteen and thirteen, fourteen and thirteen, like nine, ten, eleven range, and they're you know five games under five hundred. So. Yeah, no, that's, I mean, that's how I feel. They're way better than Orlando or Detroit, so. Yeah, no, that's that seems about right, and it seems like an awful place to be. <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah, it's not. I mean, there's six games above Orlando. Uh, Orlando, um, so. Um, yeah, I guess it's enough. Uh, enough Pacers talk for for the moment. Uh, jumping into. I guess we got we got to talk about the two streaking teams in the NBA that have kind of uh, taken the league by storm. One would be the Houston Rockets. We got on this podcast and we said the Rockets are bad. Don't watch the Rockets play basketball. Uh, literally the last episode, and I think they've gone on like five in a row, six in a row. Have it. I have the Rockets. The yeah, I think they're yeah they're on six in a row. They just beat who they just beat last night. The Nets they just beat the Nets. So, so that well, KD was out, so let's not get too carried away. But they did they, beat the Nets. I think seven in a row. They made seven seven in a row. They're yeah. playing the Bucks right now as we record this on a Friday night, tied up in the second quarter. Um, I think Yo, I don't care. If, I don't care if KD was out, bro. Like you, you should. Be, no, you should I, be. I care. Their team, their team, their team was kind of good. They, they, that team wasn't. Good. I mean, James Harden didn't have a good game, but I don't care. That team wasn't like KD is holding that team up. They, can, they can't. They can't. So, so that team without KD with James Harden is the Houston Rockets right now. Yes. I, I don't know about that one. <laughs> I mean, who's okay if KD and Kyrie's out and Joe Harris is out? So, who's the second best player after James Harden? Who played? Oh <sighs> uh, well, you might have stopped me there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like Kyrie's at home, Joe Harris is out, KD's hurt, even Aldridge sat. I forgot about that. So who's the second best player that Harden had out there next to him? Let me, Patty let me, Mills. Yeah. Who's the first best player on the Rockets right now? Bob wow, Christian Wood. Christian Wood, and then they second, Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon, who was having you know finally gets the who's playing the, time. Yeah, he's actually looking better. I actually like Jason Tate. He's okay. Like I would have him in a rotation on a decent team for the, the Rockets. Like. I don't know. I feel like That's, with James Harden, you should be able to beat the the the, the Rockets. Not not in, not in twenty twenty one. Not twenty twenty one. Fat James Harden. This is in two thousand thirteen. <laughs> also, it wasn't even the fact that they. It was the fact that they lost. But like, I kind of was glancing in and out of that game. I don't remember them ever really being particularly close. Bro, I'm telling you, if you just look at the Nets roster, it's just like, you know, the second leading scorer was Cam Thomas. The rookie, you know, and I like Cam Thomas, but like can't be a second leading score. And he was averaging four points per game at coming into the game. Uh, Bruce Brown, Javon Carter. You could honestly say it was probably Patty Mills is the second best player. Blake, Joe Harris, Carter Irvin, James Johnson. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Just it is what it is. Like Andre Dembry. I mean, yeah. Folks, folks of now are not really understanding how much KD is has that team on his back. Uh, I don't know. James Harden still should have could have could have willed that game too. James Harden Bro, could have outdo Christian Wood. I thought, I thought, Wood. The, I thought like, the same thing, but I didn't bet on it because it's 2021. It's, it's a month before 2022, bro. James Harden, we've seen his the best days. They're gone. His best oh, days are gone. Ooh. Now he's good. He's obviously good, but his best days are 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 long gone. Long gone. Okay. Long gone. Oh. He's okay. he's thirty two and he like drinks all the time and like ends in the club and stuff. Like, bro, you're thirty two. Like, it's, your body doesn't work the same way anymore. It just doesn't. Well, he's not. Like, he's not Alan Iverson. He's not built like AI no more. Okay. Well, shoot. You saw how fast AI ended up falling off a cliff. Not to say that Harden will do the exact same thing, but bro, you you try and you try and do the same shit when you was twenty three, when you're twenty two, when you're thirty two, and your body's not going to react the same, bro. You know, it's the same shit. You know. The, the guys are still human. Not just you know. If you go out and play pickup right now, you're feeling a lot different than when you when it was ten years ago. You know, the same thing when you're an NBA player. Not maybe not to the same degree, but it's the same concept. We're all human. So that James so he can so is it, bumps, are, like nah. can he not like snap it back in the shit? I don't know what James Harden is doing. I is he partying or not? I, obviously, I know the history. I mean, can he, can, I mean, but, maybe when it's like April or May, then sure, maybe it's a different conversation. But James Harden went back to Houston and went back to the strip club where his jerseys retired. 
32-year-old 30, year James Harden is not carrying a team on a random Tuesday night in December. Like, he's just not doing that anymore. Okay. Okay, well, the fall-off was fast, then. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, well, you, you brought up AI as an example, and his fall-off was just as fast. I actually think we we got a couple we had a couple more years of AI. I think what hurt him too was the trade to Denver or the trade to uh, Detroit. Like, but also it was AI's attitude. Well, but there's a reason he was getting traded. Some of it was that. I feel like, yeah, yeah. I feel like the Denver situation because he was still balling. I just feel like no, no, like no. In the going wrong, Harden is still having a good year, but like Harden is no. No, but no AI. If you if you really think about it, yeah, because by what by 2010, like I don't. Whenever he went to Detroit and then went to Memphis, it was like it was done. Bro, it was over. It was like out of nowhere. Like yeah, it bro, was like, done. Like, like the, De- from, the like, Denver years were like uh, he's just gonna score forever and just you know we're not gonna go right. Like I thought, like, but when no, they made he, the trade for Chauncey in 2010, it was it was done, and that's 14 years. But I mean, yeah. 14 years is 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 solid. You know what I'm saying? I, think I mean, no, it, it is. But when the I'm just saying when it comes, it happens, it happens quick. Fast, it's, a, yeah. it's an avalanche. When it, know, it, it definitely comes, is. It's I mean, hey, I, I watched Kobe. I mean, Kobe's is kind of injury too. But like, right. it just, when it happened, it was like, yo, this is not the Kobe that we used to know. Like, yeah, and it happens, bro. And then and when you're, you know, we're not, wrong. you know, Harden is not on the. Mamba mentality offseason program. He's just he's not. not on, yeah, he's not so, on the pregame. He's a, he, uh, he's on the he's in he's in the the four uh, PF offseason program. You know, I mean, different yeah, programs. Yeah, but like, and yeah, that's, that's fine. Live your life. Yeah, <laughs> but, but we're gonna call, I'm gonna call it like I see it. You're living your life. I'm not yeah. mad at it. I'm not a fan. James Harden, if he was in like, DC, you street yeah, warrior. Of course, you street warrior. Hundred <laughs> percent. 100%. So, you know, it's just, it is what it is. I'm not mad at him. I'm not even saying he's wrong. I'm just stating the facts. That's all. Um, he's not He's not the same guy who's going to carry a team on a Tuesday night in December. He's no, that, that's nasty, though. He couldn't beat the Rockets. But the Rockets are streaking, and we told people that they shouldn't watch them, and they won seven in a row. They might have won seven in a row from the day we told people we, you shouldn't be watching. Honestly, they might have. Uh, to be fair, <laughs> like, you, you were stronger on that than me. But I will say, and I think no, it's no, no, because interesting. No, I, I'll say this because I, I, I told people to watch them. Uh, that's, that's, fair. that's my that's thing. That's to fair. start the I season, I was like, they're going to be fine. They're going to be young. People are going to dunk on people. That's true. You know, You're all, cool. yeah, that's true. I was like, they're going to be a cool I was, I was, league I was pass more league. in the middle. Yeah, they're going to be a cool little league pass team that, you know, like, oh, like, it's going to be cool to watch Jalen Green's rookie season and, you know, uh, everybody just young and run up and down the court. And then it was just – it was turnover after turnover and just – like obviously young people don't play defense, but like just abysmal. And and then it was just like, nah, this is bad. Like, I can't tell people with, with good faith to watch this. And then they went out, went ahead and won seven in a row. What I will say, and I'll let you go before this though, is they also won seven in a row since Jalen has gotten hurt. And they I, stopped I was playing say the, the same youth, thing. youth movement. And so it's kind of like and Kevin Porter Jr. Right. It's kind of like, oh, like they played. Another team that sneakily has some guys that you like if you put them out on a table and you were like, hey, contender, contender, excuse me. Do you want Christian Wood? Do you want uh, Eric Gordon? I know like, you know, it was a little up and down on him before, but just ideally the thought of him, most people would be like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, ironically, Garrison Matthews is getting minutes and, you know... And looking good. Yeah, so, like, they have... Bro, they're up six on the Bucks right now. I'm at the restrink my whole betting strategy. I thought they were, I thought it was sweet. Yeah. They're playing defense now. So, I mean, like, some of it is just, like... <laughs> I was listening to a podcast and it was like... And then people have said this before. It was just like, you're always one injury away sometimes. And it's just like, damn. <laughs> damn, like... That's really what happened here. Like they just were like, "Yeah, we can't." Oh, we our our young guys are hurt. Like let's play the people who actually played NBA basketball before, and like you know they're winning games. They're also getting yeah. the benefit of the fact that like what OKC used to get last year, where like people would just come in there and think, "Oh, we're playing Houston, they stink," and then like they would try to you know like cakewalked, and then next thing you know they're losing in the fourth quarter, and you try to turn it on, and like. You know, they just have just enough to get them over the finish line and get the win. Houston does to like hold teams off. You know, yeah, like no, they're not getting everybody. Yeah, they're not getting everybody's best shot. Like, hey, you know what I say? Keep on winning. I need the Spurs to tank. 
get that bay. Keep on winning. I, I love the Houston have a better record than the Spurs. Keep on yeah. going. I mean, then you know. Oh, Tuesday night, Saturday night in Houston, and the Rockets suck. <laughs> you know, people aren't necessarily like people are on the four PF plan, <laughs> like with James already. You know what I'm saying there, right? Uh, so I mean, they're streaking. Uh, another team that is streaking that uh, I think it's like the second hottest team in the NBA are uh, they actually just lost the night before before beating the Lakers are the Memphis Grizzlies after we we didn't ask them or anything but you know we were like hey what are they doing and you know uh, which McCall got hurt <laughs> and uh, Black Christos has, Christos has stepped it up <laughs> And they're out here. I think they're on like a they were on like a five game win streak, and they lost, and they beat the Lakers, and that would be the Grizzlies. Yeah, I I, I did love watching the Grizzlies play last night. I'll tell you that. <laughs> There's a lot of hate. It's a lot of nasty work going on. Uh, hey, I, I was I was I, I bet on them. What do you mean I won money? It's not like you know, I put my money where my mouth is. It was like a double happiness. It was beautiful. Yeah, it's a lot of nasty work. Are, are you betting on the uh, the Thunder tonight? No, I would never do that. Someone now. Thunder two and zero against the Lakers. You're not. You're not taking that. Uh, no, I was. I was terrified. I, I stayed far away from that game. Especially after LeBron was all mad yesterday. Stayed far away. <laughs> D- didn't even didn't touch it. That guy gets mad all the time lately, and just tells me dark zero thirty and doesn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's true, but against the Thunder, I feel like he can execute. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, I mean the Grizzlies look look a lot better. I think it was uh, like. They have some players, you know, and they're they went from worst in, in defense to first in defense, or like fourth or something. But they're like first since like Thanksgiving or some. Something yeah, like I know. I, I mean, they they honestly got a lot better. I mean, no, no knock on job, but once he got hurt, they got a lot better on defense. Well, they also got Dylan Brooks back. Like around the time he got hurt. Yeah, I mean, he, well, he was hurt. He was he he was he didn't play last night against the Lakers. Who Dylan? Yeah. Oh yeah. I was just saying in general, like around the time right. that they were getting better, they got him back and then Ja got hurt a little bit. But I mean, you know, I, mean, I don't know. I, I can't really sit here and say that I really be crunching Ja Morant defensive footage tape. Like, or when I'm when I'm watching him play, I'm really watching him on defense. He, he you know, he's not. He just, mess- he's just kind of small, you know? Yeah. He's not necessarily ball watching. I don't think of him as a defensive liability. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, I can't, I can't tell you that he's the worst defender in the world, but I'll oh, say yeah, no, of course not. I'm just saying it's just interesting. Like, is it like, is it actually, you know, it doesn't even relate. I'm not sure. But the, the two events happened at the same time. That's all. Well, also, they, you know, I don't know if they've been necessarily world beaters in that that stretch. Let's actually look at this. Uh, let's go to Memphis to see the last games. Who have they beaten? Uh, let's see. Uh, um, uh, the last game is to beat the Lakers. Lost Lakers, the lost to the Mavs. Why is it not showing beat, the full schedule? Oh. Beat the Heat, but the Heat didn't have Bam or Jimmy Butler. Or Jimmy. I don't think that game. They beat the Mavs. Uh, or they might have had Jimmy. They definitely don't. No, have they Bam. Oh, they, they had Jimmy, but he was hurt. Yeah. He beat, the, beat the Mavs and beat, beat OKC. OKC. And then before that. Hey, but they beat OKC by like 70 points, though. So yeah. shout out to them. They beat the Kings and then they beat Toronto. So, I mean, you know. Hey, wins a wins a win. No, wins a wins, but it's, you know, it's not like. I guess everybody, if you're not being the Warriors or, or the Suns or the Bucks, who are like technically record wise, you know, not that great, but have gotten their pieces back and look a lot better since then, or you're not being like a healthy Heat team, which they're not going to be healthy, I guess, in January. Like everybody else is just like, oh, I mean, you know, you could argue that like, or, or the Jazz, everybody else is just like, oh, you, know, you beat them. I mean, which night did you beat them on? You, you could have got a good version or a bad version. Like everybody was in the NBA, it's really just up in the air from night to night to night. Like, are you really surprised when somebody beats somebody this season? No, no, not at all. It's, so, look, it's a it's a nasty season out here. It's, it's hard to bet. It's I, I do it every night. It's hard to bet, but I make it work. But it's hard. Yeah, you know, like look, the Rockets are up ten right now on the damn Bucks. Yeah, I mean. You only gotta get that Lakers money back. <laughs> Clearly, it's all right. I bet on the. I look, I didn't bet on this one game. We're all good. The Cavs are doing me right. The Hornets are doing me right. 
The Pacers are holding on. Oh, the Pacers are, gonna, are looking. The Pacers are, are ready to crumble, my brother. They're up by one point. <laughs> they are ready to crumble. Hey, they're at home. The Pacers not bad at home. It would, look, we'll make it work. Okay. How do we feel about the Knicks? They're now uh, free falling. Uh, the yeah, bing I mean, bongs aren't bing bongs <laughs> as strongly. Yeah, not not great. I mean, Julius Randle, you know, he's falling off. The team's kind of falling off. That's kind of how I feel about it. Yeah, not that guy, pal. Not that guy. Uh, RJ, RJ Barrett not taking a step pal. back. Not that yeah, guy. <laughs> it's really it's really all it comes down to. Yeah, you know. They, hey, I I think about. <laughs> I will forever think about when they signed Evan Fournier and uh, Kemba and people were like, it's scary. And somebody was like, since when do we say it's scary for a team that has a, a lineup with no all-stars in it? I mean, uh, Wizard McCall was in there, uh, Julius, but like, or free agency hey, signing with no all-stars. Look, something man, like they, that. Had, they had the, they had the, the Kemba Fournier banners, though. That's what I'm saying. People are like, it's had, scary. So. Yeah. I mean, all due respect, New York City kid comes home. You know, I guess I guess you got to show him love. We got to put his face on the Grand Concourse. Um, but uh, <laughs> I think I think he needs to come off the side of the sub- anybody who's not in the rotation needs to come off the side of the subway trains immediately. And I've never seen a coach do that. Like tell tell just- us straight up, like yeah, the guy we signed, the all our all star point guard, you know, the the supposed to be big age, big name free agency signing. Uh, I would go back. I don't want to say anything drastic. I'm saying maybe it's that biggest free agency signing since Melo or not Melo. They get traded for Melo, but uh, Stoudemire. But I can't even think right now of who they've ever signed. But um, they just took him out of the rotation. I've never seen that done before. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say it was a big signing. I mean, they signed him to like a one-year deal. Uh, but I feel, I feel well, they didn't I mean, sign Kevin Durant to a one-year deal. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I'd, I'd argue Fournier was a bigger signing if you had to pick one. Nah, bro. No, no, not not from. No, no, no. Twenty-eight to forty years, eighty million. No, no, no. Not not from a. I, so you're speaking about it from a from a. Uh, I watch the league like I'm crunching down. I'm talking about from like a name recognition. Oh, well, then, yeah, from, from a like a name I recognition. Guess. Like Evan Fournier is not name recognized more than Kimball Walker. That's that's yeah. all I'm saying it from. Like if you're on the street and you're like. If it was uh, if it was July, I don't remember exactly when they both signed. But if it was July and they had both signed, and you walk down the street and you talk to somebody who, who you know the, the casual like I watched the NBA after Christmas and you know, I watched the playoffs and you said, who did the Knicks? Who's the Knicks' big free agent signing? They're gonna tell you it's Kimball Walker. Nobody's gonna be like it was Evan Fournier. Like <laughs> <laughs> I would, I, mean, I would venture to believe that most people, if you if Evan Fournier walked right past him, would not know. That was Evan Fournier. Yeah, yeah, probably. I would. I, you know, he played ten years in, in in Orlando and then went to the Celtics for a playoff run. Like, if he's just walking down the street, and this is no disrespect to him, I'm talking about. I'm just mentioning the casual fan doing this. I ain't talking about people who are watching basketball or like. No, you I mean, or, I feel. It. I know. I feel you. I feel you. So yeah, I get. Uh, I get it. But yeah, they just kicked that man out the rotation. That shit. That shit's wicked. Hey, you know what? That's how I know. That's how I know Tibbs a good coach. <laughs> I mean, yeah, how long the Tibbs is on the hot seat? Mm, he's got, he's got some time. He'll, he'll be all right. He let the year play out at least. I think that as long as they make the plan or something, they'll be they'll, he'll be fine. You need to get it together before I'm okay. There, that's all I need to do. You know. So oh, he'll be he'll be there for I'm okay. Don't worry. Who? Tibbs. Oh no, no. I'm saying they. I'm just saying in general, they need to get it. The Knicks just play better basketball. Oh, yeah, it's not. It's it's not as fun when the Knicks are losing at, in Madison Square Garden when when they're winning. Oh, I don't give a. I don't care if they win or lose. I, I just need. They just better be playing better basketball. In general. Like, <laughs> like I don't. I don't need to see a blowout. I didn't spend my money to watch a blowout. Touche, eh, touche. I didn't realize playing. that game was at one p.m. Perfect timing, man. Like, Monday, one PM. What you doing? Uh, what's the, what better I mean, way to I'm, celebrate? I'm, I'm, a I'm dream? not doing anything. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, yeah right. You know, what better way to celebrate? I'm, drink? I'm being there. Hopefully, I'm in there very inebriated. <laughs> well, uh, that's how I'm you're gonna... bringing an MLK day. <laughs> of course, that's, that's the real dream. <laughs> You'll be dreaming. <laughs> I'll be dreaming. All right. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh no, that's that's nasty work. Nasty work. 
You think MLK will be a, a Hawks fan? Yeah, probably. He'd be right next to Quavo. <laughs> right next to Gucci. Right, right. Yeah, thanks. Nah, that's that's wild. Uh, I don't know. Is that all the stories that, like, all the the, the breaking news stories as of nine oh three on December tenth, Friday, December tenth? I don't have anything pressing that I could think of. Uh, yeah, and I, I think that's it. Other that and my fourteen parlay I got going tonight. That's all I'm worried about. <sighs> Uh, how's that turning out for you right now? I mean, other than the Bucks, it's it's fine. But like I said, it's not even halftime yet, so I'm not not panicking yet. But I, I don't appreciate the Bucks being down seven. <laughs> okay, so before we go, I, I'm just tagging my bleach report. So Woj says Simmons trades off heating up. I don't know if we want to talk about this more Ben Simmons talk. I, I don't know. You you can tell me yay or nay. We could just uh, nix it if you're like nah. Oh, Ben Simmons talk? No, I don't. I need. I don't need. I don't want to hear nobody Simmons talk until I get something more definitive. Okay. They're talking about shit heating up just because guys weren't eligible. I don't care about that. I need to hear. I need. I need something a little more concrete. Okay, I didn't read the story. I'm just checking my my, my uh. Yeah. The, the, the story was just Ben Simmons talks have heated up because now that the deadline for like, for example, Evan Fournier just signed his contract. Like, I think this upcoming week he's now eligible to be traded. So like, all oh, those yeah, guys yeah. can now start. So that's all. That's really all of this. It's like. More guys are eligible to be traded. So, like, now there's more talk. Like, that's it. Okay. Um, so, this is funny, right? <laughs> um, so, I saw the tweet where uh, Anthony Edwards was, like, telling Cat, like, what he needs to do, right? Like, when you're on the block, you know, you have to go quick. You double-team, watch and beat. And I saw Bomani Jones was like, they've been trying to look, get a big brother for Cat for five years. <laughs> Who would have known it would have came in the draft? As a rookie, <laughs> I guess his second year player. And I'm like, damn, Anthony Edwards is kind of like a big bro there. Uh, but even more than that, right? <laughs> I saw him, I saw the I read the story where they were like Rudy Gobert puts no fear in my heart. Him and him and Pat oh, yeah. does. And then like Rudy, I'm looking at the Rudy response, right? I'm watching it right now. Oh, hold on, I'm watching it. Okay, he's not really saying that. He's saying more though. But the point that I'm saying is Rudy Gobert really puts fear in nobody's heart. And it's just funny because Yeah, like, everybody just talks shit about him. That's true. It's just, it is so funny because he's like, I know we all hate the jazz as a collective country, but it's like he has a you know, he, like he's a he's a good shot blocker. I had my man Darren on, he was like, yo, he's not a good defender. Like he gets blocked. I, I can't call you like defensive player of the year. But he's he's a he's a solid, like just in general defender, right? But like I just feel like if, if somebody's driving down the lane, like if Anthony Edwards is driving down the lane, and oh yeah, people, oh they're like, oh I'm gonna dunk on him, no, right? Like, and oh, I just feel like this is a, this is a I don't know if he's actually ever led the league in blocks, but this is a, definitely a defensive player of the year a, a few times, right? And you're trying him, and I just feel like nobody would try that on Shaq. Like nobody was going oh, yeah, down. Facts. You know, like people, like maybe Vince Carter would try to dunk on Matumbo, but like everybody else in the world was like. I mean, I'm here. I have to kind of try, but like you could see the, like the hesitancy and when they jump. Like even when the year Marcus All won it, it was just like people weren't like, you know, you know, like Mark. They were trying it because Marcus All wasn't necessarily a high flyer. You didn't think like, but like people had that respect. Nobody has that respect. Oh yeah, no, not at all. Rudy Gobert. And it's just the Jazz are just so like uh, they're like the hottest team. They're not the hottest team. But they're like. We're all everybody's tripping, like, yeah, like the Suns, they're really good. The the Warriors are looking great, you know, when the Nets, you know, get healthy or whatever. And like everybody's like, Oh yeah, we have to mention that the Jazz are also like a very good team. But like nobody expects anything of them right now. Like it is this it's just the disrespect is at an all-time high. And I wanna say I love it. I want us to keep disrespecting Utah and I want them to keep failing. Definitely not one good thing. I can definitely get on board for that. Yeah, Shout I definitely. Out Donovan Mitchell, but I can get on board. Yeah, he needs to go. I don't even. I don't even know. Have any strong opinions of like? Do I really like Donovan Mitchell? Do I really don't like? He's cool, you know what I'm saying? But like, you, you gotta go. You gotta go. I know D Wade has bought stock in the team, and like, you're Wade, new Wade, but like, you gotta go. I know you dressed up as Wade as as the you know NBA fifty thing, but you gotta go. Also, all right. Final note: Why the hell is Carmelo uh, 
Akeem Olajuwon in that. I mean, I don't know who else are you gonna be. They ran out of people, I guess. Charles Barkley, like Akeem, like. It, yeah, I don't. I feel like they didn't put that much thought into these. No, no, no. I feel like they like, definitely did because they had George, George, George Gervin, excuse me, and KD. Like everybody else, kind of fit. You could see like the mold. Trey Young, Reggie Miller, like you know, shooters. Not even that they play a lot. You know, just shooters. Dr. J, Big Hands, Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, right. And then you put like Hakeem Olajuwon and Carmelo Anthony. Like it just didn't make footwork. Sense. Footwork. Who's got? They got the best footwork. Nah, I don't. <laughs> nah, because I don't need no disrespect to uh, uh, Melo's footwork, but like I, I'm not putting the jab step in the same round as the as the dream shake. Sorry, in the jab that's, step. That's, is, that's that's our modern jab. That's our modern dream shake. The jab, the jab step. Three jab even, step is Carmelo? Up. Carmelo is known for the jab step, but is he like? Is Carmelo the like? He didn't really invent the jab step, did he? Like he, he revolutionized it. Come on now. <laughs> jab, 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 jab. <laughs> who's jabbing? Who's jabbing as many? Yeah, exactly. Who's jabbing like that? No one. <laughs> he could totally scared out of jab. I remember that video. He's not a jab, I'm like bro. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> I don't know, bro. That, that's that's nasty because the dream shit. Oh, maybe it's just very weird, very weird uh, pairing. I, I feel like you could have just didn't beat. Yeah, if you're gonna do somebody for a live, I don't, I don't think I think Embiid wasn't on the 75 list though. I think is that uh, was that a requirement? Did I don't have, know. Well, no, because Donald Mitchell guess, was there. I, yeah, I guess. And yeah. Tatum. So yeah, I don't know. They, yeah, I they should have had They should have had Embiid. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it'd be if you were looking for somebody for a team, and if you're looking for somebody for Melo, I mean, uh, is uh, you could have did. I don't know why Barkley came to mind, but you could have did. Uh, what's his? Uh, what's the name? What's the dude's name? Um, he played know. for he played for the Knicks and the Nets. Oh, why am I blanking on him? Um, Bernard King. Yes, that seems like the the easy mellow comp. Just off the yeah, top but who? Do, I feel like people don't know Bernard King, so probably yeah. But I agree. He's on the seventy five list, wasn't he? I, on the seventy six, he list. was on the fringe. Yeah, I'm not sure. He was on the fringe, but either okay. way, like somebody sees mellow in a random Knicks jersey, they're gonna think that he's just in a throwback jersey. <laughs> Throwback thirty jersey. <laughs> Facts. I gotta think he's himself. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Oh well. I mean, if that's everything, uh, thanks for joining me. Thank everybody for listening. When you hear this, it'll probably be Saturday or Sunday, uh, December eleventh or twelfth. Uh, good luck to everybody who's going out there for those cool grays. If those are the shoes that you want for your Christmas gifts, big drop, I guess, for people. So, uh, hope you get them. May Michael bless bless Nike with enough pairs so that everybody wants him to get Yeah, I, I've, 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 I've given up on that dream, but I'll do like cool grays. You're not going for them? Mm, probably not. I don't, I've never even tried to get anything on the sneakers app. I think if you so, want those, you could get those. I, from the rumors I've heard, they're like two. Oh, is it, oh, is it, is it are, I'm going to say, are they taking it back to the old Christmas times where everyone gets something? Yeah, it's kind of like, I think, you know, the thing about the 11s is I will say is every Christmas, if you kind of want them, you can get them because they make so many of them because they kind of know. And they're going to have like restocks throughout. Like if you miss out, they're going to restock before Christmas somewhere. So if you really want them, but I'm yeah, that's a, yeah, I probably won't even try it. If there's like, if there's actually like, just like a pair sitting around that's like ten dollars over retail, I might snag them. That's because I will say you I don't always have wanted cool grades. I've always liked them, and I never had them, so I might just get them just because just like a personal flex. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm telling you straight up, you don't even have to go ten dollars. Like, they're gonna restock between like yeah. as I'll I'll get the re- I'll, I'll get the restock. They'll make, and I'll, I always will tell people just you know. I've hit oh, foreign sneakers on shoes that I really didn't even want. I just you know because all I have to do is you know hit you know draw i don't expect to win so or hit exactly you go but it's not like the days where you stand in line you know you would get them or you wouldn't get them like if i gotta go out yeah, to the store true. i miss those days those are the real days yeah those are the real days i will say though i've kind of given up on uh i'm not really i don't know i've i'm kind of like yeah cool gray school like great shoe i had in high school amazing i hope everybody gets them if somebody gave them to me, I prob- I would take them. I don't know if I really want to spend two hundred twenty dollars on them. I'm kind of out on clear bottom shoes. I think that's my thing. Like I just like clear bottom. Yeah. It's just like, eh. and I'm not hard on my sneakers. Like I keep them clean. It's just like clear bottom. Uh, you know, I know what's gonna happen. And it doesn't bother me when they're yellow, but I just know like it's just an extra like, you know, I don't know. But who knows? I might pop Look, up you with gr- them. You, you, you're growing up. Yeah, I mean, I've been kind of that way on a lot of Jordans. Like, like if it's a one I want, like I'm there for it. But like, if it's like a colorway that like, like even when the Carmines came out, like a sixteen year old me would have went crazy. I was like, oh, those are 
cool. Like I hope it like gets Yeah, I'm gonna say I haven't been excited for Jordans in a long time. No desire. I, I I was excited for a few this year. I'm not gonna lie. It was I I think uh I the problems did get me. I didn't, I wasn't excited at first and I, I were later the uh university blue ones and then the cool grade threes. I always wanted the cool grade threes, so I always like those. But like other than that, like people like the lightnings, I walked in the store and got them like two months later, they were on shelves. I got them and resold them. I was like, oh well. If I can get them retail and I can flip them, like, cool. But I, I really don't. I don't need another yellow shoe. So, but great shoe. Like, uh, so all that to say is I hope everybody who gets them gets them. And, hey, you might see me pop up with a pair. I might, might not. But um, other than that, yeah, we should be back uh, probably before Christmas. And, you know, happy holidays and go Lakers and go opposite teams of Rodney's parlay. Wow. <laughs> All right.